Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a very special uh, addendum, I'd say. I, I think this is its own little thing. I think it's its own little addition. Uh, I don't even want to call it addendum to the A show, but it, it is its own thing. It's its own creature. Welcome to the G show. Uh, this is a personal uh, addendum to this year's G1 tournament, which uh, I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, you've watched at least five of them or all of them, or just even if it's the finals, uh, we're going to be giving you a rundown of how we felt about it. And of course, as you already know me, since I'm on like 18 different podcasts on this network, <laughs> I am Justin Davis and I'm joined uh, by Cyrus. What's going on, Cyrus? Uh, hello, hello. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cyrus is a is a, you're an interesting guy because uh, you're, I, I, and I say that because you are very open about how you feel about certain things and I had to get you on the show because you you have very strong feelings about New Japan in general and and specifically the G1. Oh yeah, uh, G1 definitely something not well. We'll leave it up to debate if yeah. you liked it or not. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 you know, everyone has their own thoughts about this. I, I think that it's pretty, I'd say this this year is pretty split, but um, before we actually get into the G1, uh, Cyrus, just, just a little bit about yourself. Like, how, how long have you been watching, like, New Japan or just, you know, wrestling in general? Uh, I started watching wrestling 2015 uh, during, I think, WrestleMania 31. That's the one that Seth Rollins uh, won the belt, right? Yeah, mind you, Cyrus is, like, 15. I'm 22. Okay. <laughs> 15, 15. Oh, okay but yeah uh after after watching that wrestlemania it kind of just like it was it was love in the making you know and yeah. then uh i started watching new japan uh after aj styles uh was at the royal rumble yeah because everybody's just like oh you know if you because like his time in tna was beyond me like i was not watching wrestling at that point i didn't even know tna was a thing at that point and then everybody's just like, oh, you should watch this Shinsuke Nakamura New Japan match. And I thought it was really cool. And I was just like, oh, okay. I, I think I could get behind this. And then you kind of like got into your whole uh, fandom of Naito. And, uh... Oh, yeah. Then, you know, the love for Naito, uh, you know, the small Bullet Club phase. Every, everyone thought Bullet Club was the coolest thing ever. Oh, man, how long ago that seems. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's literally just a year and a half ago. And it seems... You know the 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 rose is falling off of the uh, the petal falling off the rose, so to speak, as far yeah. as that. Uh, but yeah, Cyrus, I met you through kind of like video games, of course, and, and of course you you fuck yeah. with wrestling as well. And uh, you know, I, I respect your 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 critical mind of everything that goes on. <laughs> the, the cynical mind, you would call it, off mic. <laughs> cynical, cynical, Cyrus. That is that is, uh, that is your name, uh, yeah. but I, I appreciate the you know just having your, your time here and, and uh, giving us your time here just to talk about the G one. We're just going to mm-hmm. give us the rundown of just how we thought about the G one, what we thought about some of the matches, what were some of the the highlights of the G one, so what were some of the lowlights, the best match of the tournament. We're gonna we're gonna t- talk about our thoughts on the winner of the G one and the tremendous Ooh. finals match. Uh, we're gonna try and fantasy book as best we can uh, the next uh, half of of twenty eighteen for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, so just join us for the, for the first episode of the G show. We're just going to get right into it right now. Uh, what are your overall thoughts of the G1 tournament? You want me to start or you want to start? Uh, I'll, I'll start. Hopefully our opinions are very different because I personally am not too high on this G1. Uh, I felt, I felt this way even when the lineup was shown that a block was not going to be strong at all. 
And they knew and that. I felt I was, as though they knew that. Yeah. And I wasn't even planning on watching the A Block until you asked me to do this show. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I've been, you're talking like I'm killing I, you. Oh, man, this, this G1 killed me. This, <laughs> if you've uh, been following me on Twitter, you know my very strong thoughts about the G1, uh, just watching A Block in general. But uh, B Block is the saving grace of like the whole thing. Because, you know, when I'm watching A Block, I'm at the lowest of lows. And then the B block will set me up to a high. And I'm just like, oh, man, this might be an actual G1. You know, maybe uh, maybe they'll keep the ball rolling. And then you watch another A block show. And then you're sad. <laughs> <laughs> when I, when I would, when they'd go on their little two-day two breaks and I realized they were coming back to the A block show, I'd be like, ah, it's like, coming, it's like going back to school on Monday. It, yeah, it hurts. And then, you know, I, I've watched a previous G1 before, like the year prior. I've watched it in full, A block, B block, all of it. And this one, it just it, it's very repetitive for this one, especially with all the ref bumps, refs DQs. being just DQs, refs being the dumbest officials ever. And then why is every A block match, everybody uses the barricade? Like everybody's getting <laughs> ran into the barricade. And it, it, it just becomes a cycle where I just lose attention and I'm just like looking at my phone or something. But um, B Block, and I'd say commentary from Kevin Kelly and Rocky Romero, really, uh, they put some good stuff in there. Uh, yeah, for made sure. Some the, made some of the matches uh, more bearable. Uh, I, I'd say overall, this is probably, I can't go as far as to say it's terrible because B Block kind of saved it every other day for me. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I'd say this is the weakest G1 of the last two to three years. I just think you put talent next to talent. And, you, and you're starting to see, like, people don't really want to admit this because I feel as though people just think that, the, you know, these, these talents are just right out the box. But, like, New Japan is kind of going under, like, kind of like a, a restructuring of some of its, of some of its mid-card and upper-card. I think oh, this, it, this G1 attempted to put Jay White over the top. I don't know. I don't think it succeeded. It attempted to to get Adam Page over the top. I think they actually absolutely succeeded in doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. People like Sonata, people like uh, even Yoshihashi had a pretty good a pretty good showing. But it's like yeah. to me, they chose not to go outside of their company like they did in past years with Marafuji and people like that. And they chose to stay a little bit more isolated internally, just to put over mm-hmm. their own talent, which you can't be mad at. But when it's talent like Jay White, it's kind of like. Uh, <laughs> you know, it kind I of, would definitely take a Marafuji over Jay White. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it is. It, it starts to get a little. Um, it starts to get a little waning and, and 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 really kind of frustrating at times watching these shows when it's like you know you, you dedicate you got you really have to dedicate three hours almost or at least an hour and a half if you're not watching the tags mm-hmm. a night to these shows and you know obviously some of the performers going to be tired but you know you you have to kind of expect a certain amount of. Um, quality out of this just from you know the past years and you know some of these guys have gotten older some of these guys are in different yeah. gimmicks some of these guys aren't even in it and you know it starts to show as far as some of the the holes that i believe in the deficiencies that outside of omega naito sonata ibushi tanahashi okada you know there are other people in there that just aren't up to snuff so to speak you know and uh i, I think just as far as that 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 just kind of uh to me i rate the g1 maybe three stars honestly i, I don't even think there were a lot of classic matches that I go back and watch again. There were a lot of matches that for the time I'll probably get four stars, four and a half, four and a quarter. But like after this, after this, like I really only have two match of the year contenders and we're, we'll get to those in uh, a little bit later in the show. 
Okay. Uh, but let's uh, talk about some of the, the G1 highlights. Oh, okay. I, I Why, what, do, would you have anything at what, What's up? No, I, I just want to say, have you been watching the tag matches? Because I no, know. <laughs> I never watched them. I don't think anyone that, I don't think anyone, I know a couple of my, um, a couple of the, the reviewers that I kind of respect, they don't watch them. And so like, I was like, okay, so I don't, I don't have to feel bad for not watching them. Because okay. the thing is, I think the shows would be considerably worse if I did watch the tag matches too. Oh yeah, because a, a lot of them are like jokey, and a lot of them set up matches for the next day, and like, like that's the way that they mm-hmm. tell stories. And you know, I just just give me the match. You know, I don't I don't need all of the the extra extra stuff. This you know you know what'd be crazy, yeah. and, and this is going to be really controversial. Uh, but I heard that they that women wrestle now, and I hear that you know they do pretty well. And I think you'd really stop <laughs> a lot of those deficiencies if you had other types of you know people wrestling like women. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, what what can I say? You know, well, if you don't have women, you could just get smaller men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Junior. Kind of, kind of, you know, strengthen that division and not just put the same four people together, even though one of them is injured or like badly injured. You know, maybe they can do something, but that's, that's ridiculous. Who would think of something like that? Oh, I have no clue. What they don't, women don't need to wrestle in the New Japan. What are you talking about? Imagine if there was an all black pay per view. Then what would that be? Uh, oh, it's ugly. Uh, it would be ugly. ugly. It'd be terrible. Uh, but yeah, let's let's get into some of the the G one highlights. I, I think there, as as much as we might have been down about a lot of it, um, I think mm-hmm. there were a lot of highlights to the G one this year. Uh, most notably, like I think Sonata really showed me a lot this year. Yeah, uh, Sonata definitely an MVP for me. Uh, and I'd say Yoshihashi as well. Uh, I've been really impressed by his uh, his stuff that he's shown during this tournament, like his match with Jay White. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I I like the story with Yoshihashi saying that he has to prove himself because he doesn't get a lot of good. He doesn't have a lot of good standings, and he didn't necessarily have a lot of good standing. He didn't have a good standing this year as well. But at least every match that he had, you know, he took looked people good. to the limit. Yeah, he he, yeah. he took people to the limit, and he, and he looked great in those matches. I really liked uh, Yoshihashi uh, versus Elgin. Uh, was it was a pretty and then a lot, I know a lot of people they skip the Elgin matches, but I, that one I, I was intrigued <laughs> by it. I was intrigued by that match. Okay. Um, but I, I, I did. I will, I will say like anything that had Yoshihashi in it. Usually I'm like skipping it immediately. But this year I watched a lot of his matches and I think they were pretty. I think they were really good, man. The, the match against Tanahashi was was, was pretty solid, um, and the match against Evil was really good too. Yeah, uh, I liked his match with Suzuki because uh, everybody was just like, oh, Suzuki is just gonna slap him up and then you know power drive win which did happen but he really did take him to the limit with a what's his submission move i don't know what it's called um Ooh. i know it's not karma uh yoshihashi it's, it's kind of like a cattle mutilation kind of thing but oh. yeah he, he he really had suzuki against the ropes like suzuki was like really struggling to get out of the submission and it, it, it looked cool i i did like a they really put him over for uh, this tournament yeah, and again, Yoshihashi is another guy who is 36. <laughs> uh, he's, he's, what? He's, yeah, he's not exactly a spring chicken. He's been around for a while. You know, a lot of these guys, this, is, this has to be like the... I think they actually had a stat that said this was, it was the oldest G1 final um, ever. Because <laughs> Kota Ibushi is like 36, 37 as well. These guys are getting up there. That's what I'm saying. What? Like you're starting to see a lot of the, the like when you think about it, like Jay White is only 25. Is he the youngest? 
I believe he is the youngest if you count. Um, well, I just looked up Adam Page. He's 27. So him and Adam Page are the youngest. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, you, you start to see kind of like the, then Sonata's 30. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. I want to say he's, he's mid thirties. Let me look this up. No, he's 31. So those are like the young guys, but it's like you build to, to those guys. And I felt like they're, they're not, it's, you know, it's crazy. Like when you think about it. <laughs> like when they're finally going to be at their highest of highs in their career, they're going to be like 45. Yep. And, and that's why that's that oh. to me that's what makes like it, it's good to have seasoned guys like Yoshihashi uh, you know and, and Tanahashi mm-hmm. there for Tanahashi who is like 42 but it it's also like a lot of these guys are getting up there Ishii's like 40 <laughs> but Ishii's Ishii's 42 and he's having some of the best fucking wrestlers like best fucking wrestling matches yeah. ever I think he's the most underrated wrestler yeah. of all time to me Ishii definitely is and again oh, that for sure that leads me to my next highlight. Fucking Tomohiro Ishii. Did he have a bad match with anybody? Uh, if you t- if you count his Yano match, I know you weren't too high on that, but I loved it. Was uh, not high <laughs> on that. Was not high on it. But I think that he got the best out of Tamatongo, who was a guy who like couldn't have Ooh. a good match with anybody, and he managed yeah. to have a, a good match out of out of Tamatongo. But uh, Ishii was definitely a highlight uh, of this tournament to me, and I think that like when when you really like. Think about it. This is a good, that's, he's kind of like the glue guy for any block that he's in. I feel as though, and did mm-hmm. you have a, I think it was me and you that had a conversation like, who would we trade between each block to make each block yeah. better? And uh, did I say Ishii? I would trade him to A? Yeah, you did say uh, trade him to A, and I said I'll train, uh, trade Tanahashi to B for Naito. Then I think that would, that would have made the, the block significantly more balanced to me because I think Ishii yeah. could have had a solid if not excellent match against Jay White. And I think he, uh, Jay White would have needed mm-hmm. maybe a victory over Ishii. And that would have solidified him even more to me. Yeah. He, he, but I don't know. He, if you, he's just going to win with the low blow or some shit like that. But <laughs> so it's, it's, it's whatever. Like, I don't think anything is going to really like make Jay White, you know, that guy, because you know, he just does a low blow, you know, so does a low blow. Y'all know. So who really going to take Jay White seriously? Yeah, not, no, nobody. Um, I, I think another highlight... Uh, well, what's one of your highlights? I'm sorry. One of my highlights, uh, Yoshihashi. Um, we already spoke about that. Sonata, just having great matches with everybody. Uh, yeah. That was really fun. And Shibata returning during the finals. I got yes. giddy for that one. That, that yeah. really made me happy. That was a cool <laughs> moment. That was a really cool moment and very unexpected as well. Uh, it also plays into their storyline where, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Tanahashi and, and Shibata were beefing for a while because uh, Shibata left and Tanahashi put out a book saying, you know, I would have never left. That's some ho shit. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. That, I actually think they blew that off. That, that They had a match, I think, in 2016 when, he, when he, uh, they finally fight, got to face each other. I want to say it was 2016. Mm-hmm. It could be a misremembering this but uh, it was a really great moment to see him back in uh in the ring and it made that finals match which we're going to talk about in, in a few minutes um one of the one of the must-see matches of not only this month oh, but of the past couple yeah. years yeah please watch that if you're not into new japan i don't i don't know why you'd be listening to the show oh, we're, gonna, we're, <laughs> we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into that in depth uh in, in a few though that that's yeah. for sure uh something that we're, we're gonna talk about at length um I, I think another highlight i don't know if you'll agree or not I, I think kenny omega is was a highlight to me this year just for oh, yeah. a not having any bad matches at all but b really showing that he could wrestle different styles um on every oh, single yeah. match 
I thought that once the I, I thought the beginning of the Zack Sabre Jr. match was a little bit plotting at first, but once it got mm-hmm. going, it, it really it really worked for me. It really it really clicked it toward the end. The match against uh, Juice Robinson was excellent, just showing Kenny just destroying this guy. <laughs> like, just just wrestled a completely different style from the night before. Yeah, or like the, his other A Block match, and, and I think uh, the news that he had a fractured heel like officially came out publicly. And then he like started wrestling a different style against Juice Robinson. And yep. I was just like, this is a really good match. And then of course he, he racked up to me or to a lot of people, at least four, five to four and like four to five star matches. Um, mm-hmm. Goto, Ibushi, obviously Ishii, Naito. Uh, and if you, if you want to like, go even further than that. A lot of people will say Sonata and Sabre. Like he was really the four star, five star match machine this year. And uh, he, he got a little overshadowed, I would say by Ishii a little bit, but I think that, oh, you know, yeah. it goes without saying that Kenny Omega had an excellent G1. He went nearly, he went damn near undefeated. I believe he's finished with like 12 points. Yeah. Um, I, think, and I think he only has one loss. He has two. Two? Yeah. He lost oh, to, he, no, he lost to Ishii. And lost, then lost to Ishii to and lost to, uh, to, um, to, to Yano. Wait. Uh, he lost to Yano. I, no, he lost, he lost three times. Yano, Ishii, and Ibushi. Oh, okay. He lost, he lost to Ibushi on the, on the last night. Yeah, okay. So Kenny Omega is the runner-up, and I, I don't think I watched that Yano match all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> was that a sleep? Was that sleeped? Uh, it was, uh, all right, I'm watching it. And I think, uh, after Yondo did like, a just did a body slam on the turnbuckles and then Kenny got, uh, got up and it was just like, this doesn't hurt. I was just like, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> uh, 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 I, I, but yeah, he, he was definitely like the, to me, when I say she's the glue guy of the, of the, of the, um, of the block, I'd say this year for sure it was Omega. Yeah. Really uh, good matches out of Omega, I, I, and I think an, another um, underrated or not underrated, but uh, a big highlight for me is like as we said earlier. I think the the commentary team on most nights was was very excellent. I really liked um, Kevin Kelly. I think, and I don't know if you were watching back then. You probably weren't watching, but Kevin Kelly in WWF was absolutely terrible. Uh, oh. But now he, he's really coming to his own, and I think he's one of my favorite mm-hmm. commentators. I think he, he's to me one yeah. of my top five favorite commentators. Rocky he, Romero. He, 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 Rocky Romero, shaky, but shaky, you know. very shaky at times. Uh, but he also have he, he understands the language. Yeah, I, I think that's like uh, why he's kind of like really there because when they say stuff in Japanese in the ring, obviously English people were watching English commentaries. Just like I don't know, but Rocky would translate. That's really yeah. nice, and it, made, and, it and, and it helped for those end those ending promos that they do at the end of the shows. Oh yeah, those are really great. Um, I, I definitely think um, I think it was uh, Ishii and Yano during that match. Kevin Kelly made that match so much more better with just the the statistics and the facts that he was putting it together. Like I didn't know that Yano and Ishii get basically the same points every year. Like they yeah. always <laughs> average out. Like so, it, it just made this match seem super competitive. But like it's Yano and Ishii, <laughs> <laughs> and it made you care. It made yeah, you really made- care about the small matches. And and this was one of the first years where I actually watched the non-main event stuff. And mm-hmm. I I think that you know it if I didn't have them, I would have been going crazy. Um, and I and I think it was it was to the benefit that they didn't have Don Callis there. You know, obviously Don Callis. Oh yeah. 
Don Callis is in uh, Impact Wrestling now, but uh, Don Callis he, he plays two. Uh, he's two sports entertainment, so to speak, for New Japan. Like in the Omega match, he'd be riding Omega the whole night, you know, because that's his oh, friend. Yeah. That's the storyline there. But like, I'm glad to to the to the benefit. I'm glad Don Callis wasn't there this year. Yeah, boy, really, thank God. It's it's, <laughs> it's actually like the first. Uh, it's actually the first time uh, that I I actually didn't watch. I didn't listen to any Japanese commentary in for the G1. So that that's a big that's All a right. big highlight. A big highlight. <laughs> Uh, so are you ready for the the lowlights? And and I have quite a few. I don't know if we have, I have a few. I'll let you start with the lowlights. All right, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to start with. Uh, I I have. I think you should go first because my list is pretty extensive. Let's start. Let's start low. Okay. Let's start really low. And and this the is lo- going to be this is going to be like I'll go from lowest to most annoying, like least annoying to most annoying. Okay, least annoying to most annoying. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll start with, uh, and this is going to be controversial. I'll start with Tanahashi was a low light for me. But before the finals, Tanahashi was not having a good uh, G1. He was having really long matches, like yeah. extremely long matches. And they were not necessarily great matches. He was obviously hurt. <laughs> he was obviously, <laughs> but the thing, the thing is crazy about it is that he's on a low light. <laughs> He's but been like, hurt forever. <laughs> yeah, it is on a low light here, but it's like once you get to the finals, you're gonna be it's gonna be like a different tune. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be like funny. But like Tanahashi, I didn't think that he had a lot of great tournament matches, uh, which made me more like even more surprised when he actually, you know, won the whole damn thing. But uh I, I thought that he was definitely a low light for me. Um, okay. And I'll go, I would say the refs. Yes. Good lord. These referees are some of the dumbest <laughs> and the most fragile people on earth. I'm talking and every every firing squad Jay White match. They're easily being fooled. They're wrapped. They're they're tying the turnbuckle pads as the match is going on. Uh, like just the, the calls they make are silly. Because one one Tama Tonga match, he just outright throws Tongaloa out. Yeah. get him out of here before the match even starts right so in sonata versus uh, sonata versus yano sonata is just walking down the ramp and yano sneaks up on him not none of them have stepped in the ring yet they they ring the bell and the ref starts counting what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> or, or none, none of them stepped in yet <laughs> or even that yano coming out after omega gets gets uh beat up by the firing squad and yeah, yeah like like a money in the bank briefcase kind of thing <laughs> yeah and it was like wait a minute so he's just allowed to just pin him there it's just like what, what what's the rules here it's like sometimes they're harsh hard referees and sometimes they're not mm-hmm. and it's like there was just no consistency whatsoever to any of the the the, the calls on that and you know, we're gonna get, we're gonna talk about this maybe a lot, maybe not. But it's like a lot of people love to compare New Japan to other companies, and it's like if this was that other company or any other company you compared it to, oh, they oh. would not have it. <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> you wouldn't have it. Like let's let's yeah. say that, that they do it, and I and I call it out even when it's on WWE. It's like I called it out during the uh, Nia Jax Alexa Bliss match. It's like how, what, what, like why are y'all not calling this? Like it was ridiculous, and I I think. <laughs> That a lot of the G one got tarnished for me because that no one was really playing by any sort of rules. No, no rules. the The slap in the face was versus Page and Jay White, where the ref is just no chair shots. No, you. I see you with a chair. Put that shit down. Then Evil versus Suzuki starts. Evil picks up a chair, 
the ref says nothing. Absolutely Doesn't nothing. say a goddamn thing. And then Evil swings that shit, and then it's over. And then, you know, then for uh, Diobushi and... Uh, what was it? Uh, Diobushi and... No, it was Abushi and uh, Ishii, where they, oh, they just, went to the yeah. they just went to the walked a country mile away from the ring. The ref says nothing. Abushi takes goddamn at least forty five seconds to get up there and do the moon salt. The ref doesn't start counting until the moon salt's done. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes it doesn't make the matches like it doesn't make the matches like epic it just makes them like a a, a a match on like smackdown versus raw on ps2 it, it just makes them an idiot like, yeah. <laughs> oh my like god it, it, yeah, just, the ref, the, it doesn't make any sense the ref the refs are uh they're they're funny on how they work <laughs> uh i i want to say another uh another low light to me is i hate to say this because i'm pretty sure he's a nice guy uh chris charlton is oh, not a good Lord. commentator i really did not like chris charlton at all, I didn't. I did not know who he was. I didn't know there was a third man on commentary. Commentary. I thought it was a young lion that could speak English, <laughs> walking to Kevin Kelly, be like, "Yeah, man. Uh, fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. All right, I'm gonna shut up for three matches." <laughs> and and then it was crazy because like he'll just he'll just pop up out of nowhere, and it's like. Okay, like what? What? What is like? Is is he like Mike Tenay? Is he like the Mike Tenay of this? And it's just I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't think that his style. I think he either needs to be. He needs to say more or just not be there. Don't be there because he doesn't. He doesn't add anything. Like uh, for the finals where he was just like, oh, who do you think is going to win? I think Ibushi is going to win because we've been texting and you know this means a lot to him. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So, so that's, that's it. <laughs> uh, let me pick that up for you. That name you just dropped, motherfucker. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris Charlton definitely another one of my one of my lowlights. Uh, and another one of my lowlights is fucking Michael Elgin being in the tournament altogether. Oh, I- I'm glad we both had that. <laughs> yeah, Michael Elgin being in the tournament at all is a lowlight, and I think New Japan needs to needs to fucking stop it. That guy's pure trash. Get him out of there. Yeah, uh, we we can debate that. There's other trash people in new japan but yeah like hanma not, oh jesus <laughs> i wasn't gonna say no names yeah hanma, but like yeah. michael elgin is uh something that they really need to take care of and now that they have a new president that's kind of cracking down on uh on some stuff hopefully elgin gets up out of here because he's he's a very terrible person <laughs> yeah very terrible I, I think he's i don't know it goes without saying we don't have to uh we don't have to even yeah. even go there, but I, I I guess let's get to the biggest low light for me, uh, or for I guess both of us. And I think I want to put all of these together. The okay. low light for to me, like all of the G one, Tamatanga, Tongaloa, Balafale, the Fire, Fire Squad. Squad. <laughs> actually, I think there's someone. Actually, no, you know what? That's the biggest one. Let's put Jay White in there too. Oh um, yeah. Let's put all of them in there. I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to like poop on adam Cole, adam page i think he did a great job you're safe this year buddy you did a great job this year shout out <laughs> yeah. shout out to you uh you didn't have he didn't have excellent like if 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 he would have been playing heel i definitely think he would have like been a, a low point yeah he would have I, I think i think him as a face actually works a lot better even though it's it's uncon it's inconceivable how any of these bullet club guys are faces 
because it's literally they should be the heels well, here. Yes. And essentially, like the Bullet Club OGs do have a point, but whatever. Tonga, Tonga, Tama, let's start with, with Tama Tonga. I think Ooh. a lot of people have come and said this is pro wrestling and this is his his gimmick and it's making the it's, it, it's storylines helping the tournament, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No, Ooh. you're smoking, you're smoking crap. That's not true. <laughs> It does not make this tournament that you have to watch every other day when every match he has is a DQ or a run-in or interference or deep. Like, it doesn't make it cool. It doesn't make it all right. And they're interfering in other people's matches. And it's just yeah. like, come on, bro. Like, this, it doesn't make any logical sense why he would want to mortgage his own points just to ruin somebody else's match. They get the points anyway. Yeah. Also, also on commentary, Rocky Room, this is... This is really not Rocky Romero's fault. I'm pretty sure they have somebody telling them to say this. But he says, it's not about the points. Then why the <laughs> fuck are you in the G1? It's not about the points. It's about making a statement. The statement turns out that you're a big-ass loser. Yeah. Because you you kind of finished dead last in the standings if you're not Yano. But, like, come on. And he, he finishes with six points. And I think just everything with the with the whole firing squad storyline, it didn't it didn't click for me. It didn't connect with me. If they were winning matches, if they were winning good matches, mm-hmm. maybe sprinkle it with a couple of DQs. If t- fuck that, if Tama Tonga was a good wrestler, <laughs> I if, would buy it. If they won with the DQs, it makes sense. If they were trying to win the tournament so they can take the the big belt away from Kenny, that would make sense. Yeah. But it it just the logic is flawed and it's dumb. And then you go on Twitter and then you see what Tomatonga is saying and you see what New Japan is trying to do by disciplining them. Is this what are you doing? As soon as I see uh, Balak Fale and his fucking Tom sneakers running to the ring, I get upset. <laughs> I get mad. And I, it's he's I had. Just, I skip it. <laughs> he's he's had to me. Let me let me just look. Like he's had to me some of the worst matches of the year. In this G1. Oh, uh, night one. Yeah, night one. Uh, Paige Fale, dud. Hated it. Uh, Tama Tonga versus Juice Robinson, which he won this match. Uh, I, gave it one, I gave it one star. Uh, I gave Okada and Fale two stars. I gave Sonata and Tama Tonga one star. I gave Tama Tonga Omega one star. I could have, I should have gave it a dud. No, 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 no. You, that, that shit gets a dud. That match is terrible. Like, it's some of the, and, and these are just six nights of, of just this bullshit. Come on, mm-hmm. guy. Like, Naito Tamatonga was fucking awful. You managed to give Naito his worst match of the year. It may, it, I'm a very sad Naito fan. <laughs> like, it, it was just terrible, dude. And I just think there's no, there's no place for it. I think it really did just ruin the tournament and really made, just really made me feel like it, like they don't know how to build a, a good storyline without this type of 1999 foolishness. Like, they went right back to yeah. the old Bullet Club angle. But my, the difference is, when the Bullet Club did this back in the day, they won the matches. They won. Exactly. When the Bullet Club did this, they were doing it for the big belt, the big title, because that's where the money is. What was the biggest? If it's all about money, then you should still be with the Bullet Club because they're flipping t shirts like maniacs. And you, so what and is this about? The, well, think of the biggest Bullet Club interference angle and what it got. The biggest Bullet Club interference angle was uh, when AJ Styles won the title. That was a big, and they, he won the title. Why not just do that? It this, works. It, it works. Like this didn't work to me. I, I just think that it was, it was bad. And I, and just to speak on Jay White for a second, uh, Jay, Jay White, he finished with 12 points. 
but all, mm-hmm. a lot of his matches were like low blow finishes. Uh, within the first, just think about how much they're giving Jay White this year. He beat Tanahashi, mm-hmm. he beat Okada, mm-hmm. and he beat Omega in all one year. Is he still a good wrestler? No, he is not. No. <laughs> and then you know he's trying to bring he's trying to bring chaos back to his old roots. Literally a copy and paste of the Bullet Club storyline. Yeah, for sure. And then he's doing the low blows and cheating. Guess who does that? Yano. Guess what? <laughs> chaos never lost his swag. Come on. <laughs> uh, it was terrible. It, it, it was just terrible. And Chaos is still one of the least popular factions, even with Okada being champion. I'll be forgetting that, that half the people that are in Chaos are in Chaos. Do you remember that, that Jay White's in Chaos before this G1? Did you remember that? I, I do remember because Jay White, when he signed with Chaos, I was just like, that's silly. It would be better if he wasn't part of a faction because he's just like this weirdo dude. And then he made that big thing. It was just like, yeah, I'm going to join Chaos, but I'm, I'm going to take your title. And it was just like, all right, whatever. Uh, yawn. <laughs> yeah, big big yawn. Big yawn. Uh, yeah, that, 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 those are the, the biggest lowlights. And, I, and the thing is, like, they don't seem like big lowlights here, but you have to remember the G1 is like a more than 10-night event. And yeah. we're seeing these finishes every single <laughs> night. Come on, it, bro. It gets very repetitive. Yeah, and very it's just repetitive. Like, why don't you just skip it? We're watching it for you. We're doing. Yeah. We're doing this for you guys. All we do is watch is watch pro wrestling for you guys. I, I you know, we spent a month watching this, man. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's yeah. all our love. We love y'all. We love y'all. <laughs> I love the people, but God, I hate this G1. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about our, our the best match of the tournament. I. I mean, it's pretty much a shoe in. I, I think let's let's not put the well. Let's talk about it. Uh, Tanahashi and uh, Inibushi were the, in the G one finals this year. I think this is literally, legitimately, the, and I think and shout out to uh, the, my guy Jake on on Twitter. Um, he said this is the match that New Japan, you know, New Japan's New Japan fans say that they have, but they don't usually have. And I completely, oh, yeah. I completely agree. This was a match that encapsulated everything about the strong style thing, the storytelling, the physicality, the emotion. All of that was in the match. Uh, mm-hmm. I went five on it. I think having Tanahashi, and I, and I think I described it to you the same way, like he was like an old samurai that didn't want to give up. And that was his storyline This in, in this G1 was that he was not going to give up and he wasn't going to do it against Ibushi who was fucking killing him in the match. Just... Like, when he just slapped his shit out of his chest, I'm pretty sure that was a closed fist, right? Yes, it was. <laughs> it, it just, it's just a thud. And Tanahashi, like, his face just, just smushes together. And then he, like, he's holding back the pain so he doesn't even fight back. And it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. When he, when he walks forward, I know a lot of people bring up the, the Okada-Tanahashi match where he held on to the wrist. That mm-hmm. that was better than him holding onto the wrist. That was way fucking better than yeah. him holding onto that wrist. When Tanahashi was like, keep, like he was like, come on, like keep hitting me, walked just forward and just cornered him. And yeah, just said fuck it, and then slapped the shit out. Oh man, that match, I loved it, and uh, I wasn't too high on Ibushi because for like most of the G one, he just had a very plain move set. It was German flip, come something with a leg. No yeah. sell, Kamagoya. <laughs> yeah, but like in in his last two matches with uh, Omega and Tanahashi, like his moveset just expanded. 
Yeah. Like, all new moves. I think I saw, like, two Germans against him in Omega. But, like, <laughs> with, 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 the, with, uh, with Ishii, he did, like, 10, you know, just became Brock Lesnar, Suplex City, and Flip. <laughs> like, it's whatever. But, like, I, I, he really, I really enjoyed it in his last two matches. I, I really, I really love that. But, I mean, besides that match, and we'll talk about, like, the outcome of that match uh, in a second. Some of my favorites, I think, I think B Block Night One is one of my favorite shows of the year. Um, that was oh, the yeah, show that had, it had uh, Sonata and Goto, it had um, Ibushi, uh, Zack Sabre Jr., and it had Omega Naito. I, I was very high on that, on that show altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Naito, Ibu, uh, Naito Omega is one of my favorite matches of the year. Uh, I really liked uh, Naito versus Juice Robinson as well. Very good match. I, I loved that he just targeted the hand the whole time like yeah. all all his offense was focused around the hand i thought it was, i thought that was really cool um i, I really love juice robinson versus omega i, I think g1 i think uh, night eight b block was fucking phenomenal as well uh yeah. but i think the the uh main event of sanada ibushi was so smart to do and i i really love the match as well yeah it was really good uh the best matches and we're we're listing a lot of uh, B block, but some of the A <laughs> some of the A block uh, was really good. I did like uh, Tana and Suzuki, even though it went a little too long. Way too long. Uh, uh, Yoshihashi versus Okada that was really good because Yoshihashi kind of took him to the limit. Uh, Tanahashi Okada, of course. How I did you, you feel? How, how did you feel before before we get to that? How did you feel about Okada this tournament? I, you notice we haven't talked about him a lot at all. Um, he's oh. going. He's going the storyline where he is not himself. He's he's somewhat broken and, and hurt ever since losing the title. Uh, and they just and, got pieced together. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, how do you how do you feel about him this G one? I can't. I couldn't really put him as a low light or a highlight. He was just kind of in the middle for me. Uh, I, I wanted to say that it, it, it's kind of it's a little bit of a low light for me because it just it kind of just boiled down to Tanahashi Okada anyway. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, you know, you played up this losing streak thing, and then you know he racked up, but he racked up wins against like n- not, you know, the weak people because B block isn't really that. I mean, A block isn't really that strong. So it's just like, you know, you you worked all the old people to the top to face one of the oldest. <laughs> well, not the oldest. Makabe is the old. Uh, Makabe and Suzuki are like the oldest, but it's just it. I'm iffy on it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not really a highlight or a low light, but it was cool. He had very few good tournament matches this year, and then he got, oh, yeah. he got knocked his out. Match stunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of good matches. And the thing is, he, his style now he isn't the uh, he's not like the old Okada, so he doesn't have those Okada matches right now. And I, I just think that it kind of yeah. he was kind of like nowhere in this. Yeah, it like him if he's not going to wrestle that if he's not going to wrestle as the Rainmaker. He's dead because yeah. his his new offense isn't too great. Uh, I we didn't see a lot of technical wrestling from him or like uh, submissions, like uh, like kind of comparing his match against uh, Naito at Wrestle Kingdom. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't really, it's not really a slow style or anything. You know, a lot of drop kicks, stuff like that. It, that's that's why I would have done. I, that's why I really do like your idea of putting Naito on the A block because you would have got that rematch and you would have got Naito beating Okada and saying, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you're not the same guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would have been yeah. a cool story. Yeah, that would have been great. Like, this and, isn't uh, the guy that beat me at the, at the, at the, at the Dome. 
like now now you're nothing like i like you're not yourself and i want to beat you at your best self something very anime yeah for sure <laughs> yeah i mean this this is all anime other than the the well actually i would say the firing squad shit is anime too that shit is like some uh ultimate muscle shit i don't know if you ever watched that old anime oh yeah ultimate mu- <laughs> that's some ultimate muscle shit um <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, Ultimate Muscle isn't good, y'all. It is good. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Kevin Mask, that shit fire. Okay, debatable. Guys, uh, whatever. Watch Ultimate Mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, what did you feel about the B Block final? I think that was just the the best concentrated. I think from night one all the way down, B Block just killed it. Ever this this whole this whole uh, year in the G1. Oh yeah, and, and, and like when you sent me the docket for and for this whole thing and it was just like best matches of the tournament i looked at my notes everything's b block <laughs> yeah it's all b block there's nothing yeah. nothing else matters everything is b block um i i think it just speaks to this that i can't say this was a better g1 because all the good matches were mostly against people that have had matches before oh yeah a lot of rematches and i'd say that if i were to like go back i think 2016 is my favorite g1 of all time that i've seen that that or 2014 but this one was kind of like on the lower end because it, I just didn't feel like the, like I felt like they got tired quicker this this year and, and I get it mm-hmm. like this is a, it's a harsh very harsh uh, schedule that they have but it's, I just didn't feel like other than like those top four which was Omega um, Ishi um, uh, shit who, who Naito and really kind of like Ibushi who was really spotty most of the time like other than those four yeah. like you didn't really see it or I'm, I, I'd even put Sonata over Ibushi a lot of the time like other than those four you knew that sh- you never knew what you were going to get this year yeah uh, sleeper pick for uh, best tournament matches I know you're not going to agree but um, Makabe versus Okada <laughs> I, I, what's, your, I, what's your thought behind that what's your thought behind that I really liked it <laughs> I, w- I was very entertained by the match, uh, surprisingly, even though, like, Makabe is, like, super old and can't really move for shit. But this is when, like, Okada was, like, if... I think this is, like, when Okada was just, like, I cannot afford a third loss. So this is repaired Okada just running through this old man. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was really good. Sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I, I was... Sleeper I wasn't as pick. high on it. I wasn't as high on that shit. I, if you talking about sleeper picks, what would be my sleeper pick of this of this uh, of this year? It was a match that you weren't really high on. I, I think Ibushi uh, Ishi was a sleeper pick for me. But as I went, was I like thought about it more? Uh, I, I think that match is kind of overrated. But um, very. I, I think Ibushi Sonata is kind of like. I like. I think a lot of people have given it like five, and I'm like, I, I don't see it. Maybe like fours, but as I've gone as I've gone through it, like yeah, it's, it's a little bit lower. I, I think Omega Goto. People are sleeping on that one. That's a slept on match. Yeah, but uh, I, I would say my my sleeper pick for B Block would be um, Zack Saber Junior versus Sonata. Good, great. It was a good match. That was a really good match. Uh, didn't didn't he beat Sonata? He beat him with a roll up, right? I think so. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. It's pretty good. Uh, mm. Yes. Uh, how did you feel about the winner of the G1 this year? Do you, do you, I, I have a lot of theories and, and fantasy booking theories about this. Uh, but as far as like Tanahashi winning, it's kind of like if John Cena came back and won the Royal Rumble <laughs> like next year. <laughs> how did you feel about Tanahashi winning? I like it a lot. <laughs> I, I, when I was watching the match and I saw that Tanahashi won, uh, I popped huge. <laughs> 
I I was clapping, screaming, go ace, everything. Uh, I wasn't too high on Tanahashi this whole tournament, but that match made me a believer once again. I liked it a lot. And since, you know, I'm a huge Naito fan and I'm just going to mask the pain <laughs> for Naito with my new love for Tanahashi. Um. I listen, I'll never after that match, I'll never be I'm my problem with Tanahashi winning is that nothing really built to this at all. Him winning the block was like, okay, they're just gonna have Ibushi beat him. Mm-hmm. But when he beat Ibushi, I was like, that's such a sharp left of what you would imagine would be the rematch between those two of uh, Omega, yeah. and I'm speaking Omega Ibushi at the dome. So mm-hmm. I feel like something is happening. Uh, like something think, is some shakeup is some shakeup is happening. I feel. Yeah. And here's my thing: there's no one better. You're not you're not putting the belt back on Okada right now. I don't think he's gonna have the belt for like a year. I Thank think God until at least until next June. I think yeah. there's no one better to have that belt. And this is, goes back into the depth issue that I have with New Japan, where it's like there's not a lot of people that you can really choose from right now. There's no one better to beat Kenny for that belt than Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. At all. Uh, um, like we don't we don't get the match often. Yeah. Tanahashi Omega. So that I'm I'm really excited uh for kind of it's kind of a, ref, a new rematch, even though these dudes have been in the company for a fairly long time. And I'm pretty sure this is a rematch from like a couple years ago. But that was a couple years ago. These are different people. Yeah. Um and th- th- this and, and like that was you know, uh, Omega was a heel, I believe. Yeah, so th- this is gonna be a fairly different match, and I I like this a lot. I like this decision. <laughs> I, I, I'm excited. Again, if if it's what I think it is, I like the decision too. There's no one better to put that belt on than than the ace, obviously. Uh, no one better to 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 kind of take over. Uh, and I think you know if you know this, oh. that's a guy that's <clears throat> that's a guy that's not gonna leave. <clears throat> <laughs> but oh, um wow <laughs> i i really do think there's some there's something has has happened or they know something because if you remember like not a lot of people expected nakamura to leave remember the nakamura news in 2016 was it floored everyone it shook Spooky. it shook everything listen knowing on that day that he was leaving after the 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 uh, after the the russell kingdom show was mm-hmm. fucking and it was no one thought that that was even possible or, or could happen yeah. I think I I really think that New Japan is they're on their p's and q's and if you if I remember correctly Nakamura told them back in August that he was leaving <laughs> and they didn't believe him <laughs> they didn't believe him so like now if someone's telling him like they have to make that booking decision luckily this G one was was structured so that that was possible so that you don't do Okada Omega again and you don't do Okada Ibushi yet because that can happen down mm-hmm. the line but you do Tanahashi Ibushi which you know is going to be a great fucking match. And you were able to have Ibushi or uh, Tanahashi go to the dome, and I guess this leads into our next our next point. You have Omega doing what for the next six months? All right, uh, we talked about this yesterday, and you you list down the pay, uh, the the shows that are going to happen, and I didn't know there was this many shows that were going to be happening. I thought yes. I thought World Tag League was next. It's in and December, I was, and I was just going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so looking at the, the list of shows, let me, let me bring it up, uh, right here. Looking at this oh, list of shows. I, I got it typed down. Uh, okay. we got destruction, uh-huh. uh, fighting spirit, 
Unleashed, King of Pro Wrestling, Power Struggle, and World Tag League. I think Fighting Spirit is the one with the Young Lions. No, so Fighting Spirit is Fighting Spirit's gonna have uh, it's gonna have Bullet Bullet Club there, and it's gonna have uh, Kenny there. Oh, okay. I I I know one of these are gonna be the just the Young Lion show, right? Um, let me. I, I thought it was just gonna be a Young Lion show. No, it's not. It's not. Mm-mm. No, must have read it wrong. But whatever. Uh, yeah. So. But both of them the, are the be the, li- the young lion shows are uh, fighting spirit is on September 30th. The young lion shows are in November on the 10th and the 11th. They're called Lions Break. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I do remember. Okay, yeah. Uh, fighting spirit. Okay, so if I, I do know that there are usually not, there usually isn't a New Japan uh, uh, heavyweight championship title defense the whole rest of the year. Um, so yeah. you're looking at if you're Kenny, you're looking at at least one to two d- defenses. Okay, so yeah. uh, obviously he, he's he's announced Ishii, but we don't know what show it's going to be at yet. Yeah. So a lot of people are putting that not at Destruction, but they're putting that at King of Pro Wrestling, which is a, a lot further down the line. Mm-hmm. So I th- we already know Omega Bushi. That's set in stone. That's fine. That that's already going to happen. I think that he's going to do either a firing squad versus golden lovers, which ugh, PU and <laughs> fighting spirit unleashed, or there's going to be a singles match between Tama Tonga, ugh, PU again at fighting spirit oh, yeah. unleashed. But you want to put the, the most popular kind of like Western talent on that show anyway. Yeah. Um, but as far as that, I, I don't see anything. I don't see Omega. Uh, I don't see Omega defending it uh, in any other times other than that. There's really nobody else. Yeah, I, I can't think of anybody. Else. Well, I I had my uh, not not a dream match of sorts, but something you know, little fantasy book. I think if like if a firing squad is gonna lose to the Golden Lovers, you know, they bring out the big guns, and yeah. then we get Bad Luck Fale versus Omega, but not at a uh, not at a U.S. show because I don't think Fale is that popular in. Uh, the U.S. I think he. I think he's bigger in Japan. Honestly. Well, would you not main event one of these shows with Jericho Naito or Jericho Evil or I mean even Jericho Okada down the line? Uh, whew. Jericho Okada. I'm not sure. Did, did we forget the IC title existed? <laughs> no, 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 no. I remember. I will never forget. Because <laughs> when that shit, any feud with Jericho. I have invested because everybody forgets, and I will always be the one to tell you that. Remember, Jericho is always lurking. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't like Jericho's not coming to any of the U.S. shows. So, Fighting Spirit and Unleash, out of the question. Yeah, Jericho, Jericho could show up at a uh, Power Struggle. I wouldn't mind that. So, maybe- and then, and then they could do uh, Omega Yano for that shit. <laughs> Omega and oh, listen, Yano's not getting a title shot. He's not getting a title shot. Well, we don't know that. They he might beat get him, t- right? That they're not. I don't think they're gonna do that. Well, how long that match about to be? He he beat him, right? <laughs> Omega hey. Omega Omega clearly said his title defense in the fall will be Ishii. I do think we will get maybe one more tops, but I think Tanahashi of of all of them are is he's gonna run the gamut this. For the rest of the year, oh yeah, and I th- he, I think he will be facing Jay White and Okada for the briefcase, and he doesn't show up for the U.S. shows, so I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, I, th- I think Jay White for for one, 
didn't he say on, on the press conference there was one guy that beat him that um, he wanted to go back and face? Forgot who that was. Wait, let me look at his standings. He only lo- well, it looks like he only lost to Jay White. Oh wow, he did. Yeah, his only loss is Jay White. What? I don't see the purpose of doing that match again. <laughs> Barry Jay White, let's get it. <laughs> is it Jay White? Like he's not winning. Like he's not gonna fucking win the, the briefcase. That that motherfucker is gonna hit the low blow, and Tanahashi is gonna be like, "I don't give a shit." Sling blade. <laughs> <laughs> Lit. Let's get it. Uh, and, then, uh, and then Okada could face him because he didn't beat Okada. He got a draw. This is. Uh, Do we want another one of those too? Shit, if Tana wins, <laughs> if he wins and pins him, I don't want another draw. I need. A, I need a. Dec- I need a decisive finish. It'll have to be. It'll, it'll have to be. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I, I. I have no clue, but I, I think that more than anything, it, it's looking like Omega and Tanahashi. That's set. Like we can just go ahead and set that in stone right mm-hmm. now. I'm um, excited. Where does Ibushi go? At this at this point, do you think Ibushi? I, I mean, there's always the never title. There's always the IC title. There's always the tag titles as well, or the three the the three man titles. There's no always an IC title. <laughs> 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 they they have set that shit into the darkness so that that US title can get over. But um, I personally think Coda just goes back to Kenny's shadow because. <laughs> He he never really f- like fought for any other title when he was just, just being around, yeah. you know. So whatever. But Juice Robinson and Goto both have six people to face, uh, possible uh, contenders for their titles because they both have lost six six times in a tournament. And we already know that Goto and Zack Saber Jr. is going to happen. Jack, Zack Saber Jr. made it very blatant in his match. But Juice Robinson, literally anybody can come and kick his ass for it. But it will most likely be Cody. Cody, yep. In you in the U.S., who wasn't I, even in the tournament. I, I say that it's going to be Cody uh, that beats that beats Juice. Um, listen, I, I, I'm not mad at that as long as it wasn't Cody beating Omega for it, and as long as it wasn't Cody being Omega for the for the big belt. I'm cool yeah. with that. Um, but it, yeah, it's it's looking pretty set uh, how do you feel like going into the you know the second half of 2018 for new japan um how do you feel about their first half do you think that it's been strong do you think that they do you think that this oh. looks a little bit stronger uh af- everything after the g1 looks much much stronger the first half it was just really nothing jericho showing up okada just well i'm bored you get a title shot kenny, kenny like, being bored kenny being bored most of the year <laughs> Oh yeah, with his uh, had the U.S. title, lost it to uh, Jay White. Nothing happened. Lost it to Juice, <laughs> and that atrocious uh, fucking uh, U.S. show. First, the first half is the weakest. So weak. Yeah, it's the weakest it's been for a while. Sure, for certain, for yeah. sure. Uh, I, 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 I'm pretty high on the on the second half. I'm ready for for January. Um, I, I think that you know they have a really hot amount of matches that they could carry them into the fall. I'm yeah. very, very interested. I'm just gonna say this, man. The, the Bucks dropped those those three man titles as well. Oh, I'm, I'm very interested as we reach January in the booking of Omega and the Bucks. I would be paying attention to that. I'm not saying they're leaving. 
I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I'm not saying anything about it. I'm just saying that I think that that sharp left turn, come on. It, I just feel as though Tanahashi wasn't figured into that, into that finals. <laughs> yeah. He w- I just feel like he wasn't figured into that. Like, th- I mean, he had a great match. I just feel like he wasn't figured into that that much. And, and it's becoming a little bit more transparent, the, the types of moves that New Japan makes as far as just not giving Ibushi any belts <laughs> because he's not a full-time guy. <laughs> And, yeah. you know, just the way that they, they structure things or, or having Jericho around for their big shows, which uh, will be obviously King of Pro Wrestling uh, in the fall. I just I just look at some of the, this, the the decision of the G1 finals as something that is indict is an indictment of where they're trying to go in 2019. And if that's if that is, you know, making Tanahashi at the top when it looks like they wanted to be expanding, I would say that that's that's a little cause of cause for concern for a couple of those guys. Oh yeah, for sure. Because you, you, I mean, you would want to have Omega win at the Dome, right? So if he doesn't win at the Dome, then what? We'll see. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we shall see. Hey, that that's for the president to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the amazing Booker that is Gato to figure out. Oh, we love Gato. We love you, Gato. Oh, love you, Gato. Uh, but once again, this has been the G Show. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Cyrus, for, for pulling up and, and joining me, my, my young wrestling jit. No, oh, wow. <laughs> really, really killed the moment with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm here with you, bro. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining the show, man. We got to do this again, man, for real. Uh, what show you want to do it for? Man, Please don't, don't say know, World man. Tag League. Don't yeah. say World Tag League. Let's I'm not watching. A, I'm not watching World Tag League. Let's do it for an impact <laughs> show. Let's do it for an impact show, bro. Let's do it for an impact, uh, impact show? Damn, that's fucked up, bro. Let's sure. Do for, let's do Why it for not? an evolve show. Let's do it for an evolve show, man. We got Oh, you 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 want to do indie? Sh- let this be the indie shows. Yeah, it could be indie shows. All indie right, shows. we're the I show now. We're the so I show and the G show and all any other show. Uh, but once again, you can follow us at RNC Radio Live. You can follow me at OG Johnny Five. You can follow Cyrus at H underscore Visibility on Twitter as well. Check out all of his strange retweets and. Uh, <laughs> All of his takes there. Um, and you can also just follow yeah. us at RNC Radio. We have, of course, the A show coming this week. We have a SummerSlam-based uh, episode, a special episode coming uh, later this or later this week as well. We also have our SummerSlam and TakeOver predictions. We have RNC Radio with myself and Josh Pease coming up. We have Late Fees. Uh, Will Smith episode has also been released. Uh, and just so many other shows. You have two belts, everything on RNC Radio. So just follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. And we are on Spotify now. So check us out <laughs> on Spotify. Uh, just, you know, we're, we're everywhere, Cyrus. You know, we got to... We gotta... All right. Do, do it again, Twister. Spread... <laughs> we, we, we spread out everywhere, you know. So uh, listen to us everywhere yeah. that, that you can listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to The G Show. Uh, for Cyrus, I am Justin, and I'll see you guys uh, later. Peace.